0: Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, welcome to our daily devotionals. Uh, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and this week we're going to be talking about how the Holy Spirit frees us for sin, from sin. And Honestly, I feel like I'm kind of unqualified to do this. This is a very hard and heavy topic, and it's not something that we can get wrong. Uh, And so it's it's very serious. And so I'm just going to tell you what the Bible says about it. And I will read you from Romans 8, verses 1 and 2. And it says, So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, The power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. And from this, we can make two observations. One, the Holy Spirit frees us from condemnation. And two, the Holy Spirit frees us from sin. Uh, And I'm no stranger to condemnation or the feeling of guilt. I mean, even from a young age, I remember I used to go to this daycare and there was this fence at this daycare that me and all the other kids always fantasized about breaking out of because none of us wanted to be there. Uh, but I was the only kid that was big enough or strong enough to pull the chains apart. And I was also the only kid that was not suspected for doing anything wrong. So one day I did. I, I broke the fence and all the other kids came and undid the rest of the chains um, and then week after week, there was just this big mystery. The teachers were trying to find out which kid broke the fence. And I remember one day, the teacher dropped me off to my dad, and me and my sister, and, she, and the teacher said, I know your angels didn't break the fence, they're just, they're just too perfect. And I was just overwhelmed with guilt and I confessed right there, I did it, I broke the fence. And I was you know, punished for a few weeks. Uh, but I say that all that to say is I'm, I'm no stranger to sin. I mean, I'm no stranger to guilt and the guilt that comes from sin. And I've, I've seen it. I've seen guilt work early in my life. Um, and all that being said, there's two different kinds of guilt. There's the state of guilt or the state of being guilty, which I was in that story. I was literally guilty. I literally did break the fence. Um, and then there's the feeling of guilt or what draws you to repent or to try and make up for what you did wrong. Um, and that, we also see that in the story. Because I was drawn, I was convicted to confess what I'd done and make what I'd done wrong right. Um, and so the feeling of guilt is not, it's not always wrong, only when it becomes shame. Shame is I am wrong. Guilt is I've done wrong. And once you've done something wrong, because uh, Jesus has taken, our, has taken our state of guilt, um, that means that, you know, we're no longer guilty in the sense of we can't be condemned. Even though we've actually done it, Jesus has taken our punishment, and now we are free to act out of love for God. Um, and so out of this this cycle of shame, as we... If we continue to live in feeling like we need to be punished, then we can't live for God out of love. So it's OK to feel guilty and want to please God because of all the good things He's done for us and to make wrong what we've done right. I mean, make right what we've done wrong, uh, but it's not OK to live in shame. And so a lot, one thing that Pastor Mike likes to say a lot is, "I did it. I admit it. I quit it." So forget it, and I, I think that's a beautiful picture of what it's like to to respond to guilt, but not to live in shame. Uh, and so next, I want to talk about freedom over sin. So freedom from condemnation is hard to feel, but important to believe. But freedom over sin is even harder to feel, but just as important to believe. Uh, this is especially true for people that struggle with addiction. Um, but just like being free from condemnation. God says, I'm right. We feel like we're wrong, but God says we're right. Our faith is greater than our feelings. We have to believe because God says we're made right with him, that we are made right. In the same way, in our freedom over sin, just because we don't feel like we're free, just because we feel that we're struggling with sin, that doesn't mean that we're not free, because the truth is God says we are. Um, And just like Lazarus, 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 After he rose from the grave, after Jesus brought him back to life, he was actually alive under all of those bandages, but Jesus made sure to let them know hey, this guy needs to be unwrapped. In the same way, since we've been brought to new life in Christ, since we're dead to our sin or we're free from our sin, uh, we still have this lifelong process of being unwrapped or taking that sin off of us. And, you know, the Bible talks about this lifelong process in a lot of different ways. It says in, in Romans, again, we're being transformed by the renewing of our minds. That um, it talks about repentance or our orientation. So it's not about doing good things or the amount of good things you, you've done, but it's about, it's about the direction that you're facing. Whether or not you're moving towards God and away from sin or moving towards sin and away from God or towards what God wants for us, or towards our own sinful desires, our own plan for our life. Um, And so we should expect to become more like Jesus over time, but we should not be surprised that this process of overcoming sin will literally last a lifetime. And I hope that's freeing for some people. Um, And so out of these two points, there's one last point that I would like to tag on, I'd like to share. And it's that because we're free from condemnation and because we're free from sin, we get to have fellowship and relationship with God. Um, The other day, uh, I was talking to somebody who just recently became a believer, and they said, Oh, life got so much harder when I decided to believe in God. I, I expected it to become easier. And the truth is, that's exactly what we should expect. And I I was encouraged by what they said because I knew that they'd were they actually given their life to God, that they really were going the right way. Because the truth is, up until the point that we give our lives to God, we're running with the devil. But when we turn around, the devil is now our enemy, our adversary, and he's fighting against us. And life is obviously going to get harder. Some some different words or phrases that the Bible uses for our, our walk with God are just, they're not very pleasant. It talks about denying the flesh, killing the flesh, picking up your cross, denying yourself, being tested, tried, or purified by fire. It talks about a fiery cleansing, abandoning ourselves, and it also calls it our struggle against sin. Uh, and none of these things are very pleasant, but the, the good news is we can have joy through all of these things. And I want to read you one more time from Romans, Romans 5, uh, verses 3 through 11. <clears throat> it says, We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because He has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might be perhaps willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed His great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, He will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of His Son while we were still His enemies, We will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. And so the beauty, the wonder, all the, the great things that come out of being made clean, being free from condemnation, and being free from sin is that we get to have relationship with God. Through all of these trials and hardships that we're going to face, we get to have joy because we know, one, that God is with us, and two, that we'll be with God forever. Um, and that's, that's just an incredible thing to look forward to. <laughs> I can't imagine a, a better thing than heaven. And, and I hope that all of us agree. If we can be heaven-minded and set our sights on what we have to look forward to after this life, I believe that all of us will be filled with a joy that can't be shaken. Um, And so lastly, I just want to end this with talking about an application, how we can apply this to our own lives. Um, So we're set free from condemnation and power of sin, and this should change how we see ourselves. Uh, This allows us to have a warm, a loving, and open and a real relationship with God. We're not working to please Him. We're not working to make things right. But because He set us free and we have freedom to love Him as you know, out of freedom, <laughs> uh, we can just we can continue to fall more in love with them and do good things just because we want to make them happy. Just like just like any other friend you have, you're not you're not trying to earn their their validation. You're just trying to do kind things to them. Every every loving and good and non sinful thing we do is a kind act to God. It's a way that we can love God with our daily lives. Um, and also we can now walk with God daily. We've been invited in fellowship with Him. Uh, and so walking with God daily, uh, I believe that each of us every day should say, God, point out any, anything in me that offends you, as the Scripture says, because every day we're supposed to be being made more like Jesus. Um, and uh, here's just one more thing I, I think would be awesome to walk away with. Uh, if you know anybody that knew you, before you came to know God or right when you gave your life to Jesus. And they've, years have passed, months have passed, and you're still walking with them or both of you are still loving, chasing after God. Go ahead and give that person a call and ask them like, hey, what changes have you seen in me since I didn't know God at all? And I find that you'll be, I'm pretty sure you'll be encouraged by that. So with all that said, I just wanna pray. And so, I'm going to go ahead. God, thank you for today. Thank you for the freedom that we have from sin and from condemnation, for sending your son to die on the cross for us, God, for setting us free. And um, thank you for giving us your Holy Spirit to walk with us every day so that we can have joy and so that we can, just God, so that we can have something to look forward to. Uh, Help us to be conscious of you every day and remind us of how far we've come.